Welcome to Stud City, the podcast for literally everybody. I'm here with my co-host, Cody Peterson, one of the coolest, funniest, dopest guys, screenwriter, comedian, extraordinaire, and apparently he is in space? Are you in space? Yeah. Our YouTube community can only see this, but I'm in motherfucking space right now. Um, Bo, you forgot to introduce me as an astronaut. That's fine. Um, Bo... Bennett does not need an introduction, but no, he's a, a rad guy. He helps poor people. He helps people off the street, and he writes about them and steals their dialogue. That's that's fucked up, but true. <laughs> um, dude, you're fucked like up fucking you? e- nothing, not not much, but dude, you're looking like Elon Musk over there, man. My, Hello. my dude is yeah, in at space least right now. But I don't have COVID. That's the only difference. And our bank yeah, accounts. I have sixteen thousand yeah. dollars less than him. Yeah, I have. <laughs> you have sixteen thousand dollars less than him. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have bet on the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Is he officially the richest person on earth? I read that. Somewhere. I think so. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, and Grimes, his wifey, still getting money from the Canadian government to make music. Isn't I saw that. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. She's a big name and in um America. So that like the Canadian government just fucking loves that shit. Everybody in Canada if, loves that shit. Yeah, but if I was dating Elon Musk, I might want to give that opportunity to like I don't know, anybody else. I'm sure it's like tax free shit, so whatevs. Yeah, I mean. I guess, but I mean, I mean, I guess my point is like there might be the next Grimes somewhere in Canada that could use that government money to explore their creative interests. You know? Yeah. Like my hey, Canadian government, have you haven't you heard Bo and I freestyle rap yet? Like, what the fuck? Oh, this is Stud City. I'm sitting pretty with my buddy Cody. He's looking really pretty. Shit like that, dude. Like that's kind of where we're at. Like in terms of mu- <laughs> in terms of musically, like. We have a lot of goals with this podcast. One of them is to get signed as musical artists. Yeah, Empire Records, Atlantic Records, Fox. We don't give a shit. Can you imagine Fox <laughs> <No>. News <laughs> did like <laughs> albums. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we just got signed by uh, Breitbart. <laughs> That'd be. Sick. Anyways, man, what's what's been going on? How's your days been? Day's been okay. I've been um, back at work, um, working on a, a TV show. It's pretty dope. And um, a show I worked on is coming out pretty soon, season two of Snowpiercer. Um, check that shit out. I'm Team Wilford Dog. Um, what else is new? That's about it. My headaches and concussions are rampant, <laughs> but to trying to buff it out and uh, stick to my career. What's going on with you? That's pretty much what's new with me this past two weeks because we didn't record last week. Yeah, um, not not much is new, but I will say today is going to be a fantastic day for the old Bowmeister. I don't know if you know this, Ooh. but people call me Bowmeister. All right, it's just kind of like it's a little nickname that people fuck around with, and I'm cool with it, you know, because it shows like a level of respect that they have for me to give me such a kind of intense, nice nickname, you know, the Bowmeister. Yeah, yeah, they call me the Bowmeister, you know? The I walk down the street and people go, yeah. People go, oh my God, there's the Bowmeister. And I go, please stop. Like, I don't huh. stop bugging me on the street, you know? Yeah, but um, people call me fat ass. <laughs> no, they don't, Cody. You're so <laughs> they, handsome, dude. dude. <laughs> uh, but go ahead. What's your story? Um, well, it's the McGregor fight today. I got my girlfriend over. I got uh, my friend Matthew coming over. He's kind of in my circle. I know technically he's not supposed to, but we got COVID tested on Thursday. Me and Tara are safe, so we're thinking okay. it's going to be okay just to have one guy over. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that because I haven't seen him in forever. Um, and yeah, we're going to watch the McGregor fight. I'm going to pound some brewskis. It's going to be a good night. Chill, chill, chill. Dude. I got the uh, Canucks Habs game tonight. What's up? Dude, last night, Tara, my girlfriend, met my dad for the first time. Yeah. How'd that go? You know, they're very similar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both kind of like outlandish, offensive people by nature. But um, <laughs> afterwards, you know, my, you know, 
<laughs> this isn't me bragging. This is actually just kind of sad. She's a lot better looking than I am, right? You know, mm-hmm. like it sucks to be uh-huh. that one. And so I texted my dad afterwards, and my dad said she's very pretty and charming. Or no, no, she said you. He said you guys are a very charming, handsome couple. That's what she he said. Uh-huh. And I I texted him back, and I said, yeah, she brings the charm, and I bring the looks. And my dad texted me back and said, um, I think she brings both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then my dad made, this is all we ate for dinner. Chicken, peas, and salad. Whoa. Can we get a fucking piece of bread? Like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on here? It's terrible. Well, how do you cook the chicken? I'm imagining, like, you know, Jamaican jerk chicken. Dude, that's exactly how he basically fucking cooked it. Cooked it in this big fucking thick pot and just, like, threw it in the oven with, like, a bunch of spices and shit. I don't know. The chicken chicken was good, but can I get a fucking piece of bread or a fucking some rice or some shit? Some some sort of carbohydrate? Jesus. Yeah, give me a motherfucking dinner roll. Give me a dinner exact. Yo, dinner rolls are off the hook, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my dad taught me this trick. When you're at a wedding and it's like uh, like a cafeteria line to get your food or whatever, or a potluck thing, is to get your dinner roll and put it under your plate and then hold on to your plate like that while holding on to your dinner roll. So then it leaves more room on your plate. Isn't that genius? Yeah, it's genius if you're fucking dom deloise and you weigh 600 pounds yeah exactly this is where i get my motherfucking nickname dog (laughs) i can't believe that's the wisdom your father is imparting on you you know a lot more on your plate if you uh just put the dinner rolls off to the side you know it's economical and also you're not that guy at the wedding getting seconds because you had a big enough portion the first time yeah that's true um well, that sounds good. So they hit it off, your Tara and your dad. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Tara, I don't Tara? know. Oh, it doesn't matter, dude. Cool. Really doesn't matter. She goes by both. <laughs> right. That that she she doesn't care. People call her Tara. People call her Tara. She doesn't really give a shit. But um, Yuck. yeah, dude. Yeah, but besides that, besides my girlfriend, me, my dad, life has been relatively good. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. been. It's been okay. I watched Knocked Up last night. Have you seen Knocked Up recently? I saw it. I don't know how recently I've seen it, but I've seen it like a thousand times when it came out. It's like one of my favorite fucking movies. Dude, that movie is so... Sorry, I'm not even talking into the mic. I am a broadcaster, so I know to talk into the mic. It's one of those (laughs) things that I know how to do. Um, Dude, it has so many like revolutionary bits in it, in my opinion. His fucking... um, beard like all that shit is so smart you know like oh we're just gonna have this ongoing joke where they make kind of the same bit but mm. in different ways about his beard you know what was the joke with his beard like Robin... I'm missing it so at the beginning of the movie they set up a bet between the roommates mm-hmm. where it's basically oh! sh- yeah martin star yeah yeah if he shaves they have to pay his rent and if Sorry, if he goes six months without shaving or whatever, they have to pay his rent. And if he shaves, he has to pay all five of their rents. <laughs> and Martin Starr has the classic money, uh, the classic line. Sounds good. Free money, bitch. Which is, <laughs> you know, classic Martin Starr. But uh, the film is just incredible, dude. It's, inc- it's incredibly good. And you know who is so fucking good in that movie? Jonah Hill? No, Catherine Heigl. She makes oh. the movie. Yeah. She's so good in it. How she doesn't have this huge career as like a comedic actress is beyond me. I guess she had some personal problems and she was a bit of a hard person to work with on Grey's Anatomy or some shit like that. But she's an incredible actress. Man. Like just all the little things that she does in that film is so fucking good. She puts on a fucking clinic, dude. Like yeah. she is incredible in that goddamn movie. So is Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann's yeah. fucking incredible in that movie. When they well, go to the you- fucking. Have you read the shit that like Catherine Agle talked about um, Knocked Up? How it's just I like did. a bro she movie? Said, yeah, and she said it was kind of sexist, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get her criticism. The boys are portrayed as cool, fun-loving, relaxed guys, and the girls are portrayed as uppity fucking bitches or whatever, right? But oh, yeah. I will say this. like 
the conceit of the movie is that the women are smart and put together and the men are fucking losers. But <laughs> yeah, I do understand the the argument. I do understand the argument for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a different time, 2006. Yeah. Yo, you want to hear a true story? One time I was offered to be Katherine Heigl's assistant on a show. And really? I asked, I asked for too much money. <laughs> it didn't work. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I. You may yeah. have dodged a bullet. She I'm sure like... she would have been cool, you know. I have some friends that worked on that show. I'm sure she was rad, but who knows what, what could have she, happened. She probably would have made you, like, use you as, like, a fucking, like, as a, like, a foot rest. You gotta get on all fours and she puts her feet up on you <laughs> it's like i've um i've been an assistant to a woman one other time and it's just like awkward for me because she'll be like go through my purse get this from my purse and i'm like i'm not fucking touching your purse that is like that's so weird for me and then i get fired that makes that's sense goes. Yep, yep, yep. that makes sense i've had a lot of bosses that are women and I prefer to having a boss that's a man. Yeah, I've had... Well, I don't really care. Like, I've had amazing women bosses. But, like, to be an assistant to somebody, it's, like... Sure. That's, like, some real personal shit that you have yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. put up with. And uh, You get, like, intertwined into their... It, correct me if I'm wrong, but you get kind of intertwined into their personal lives a little bit, right? Absolutely. It's like you kind of become a part of their family. That's so weird, dude. I hate that shit. Anytime I've worked at a job and they've been like, we're like a family here. I'm like, no, you aren't. Hmm. You would fire all these people in a second if it meant better money for your bottom line. Like, yeah, chill out, dude. Chill yeah. out. I but you got to be like a good hang. So, oh, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's true. I worked at a place called, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was a chutney factory. And all I did was, chutney. I was like 19 or 20. And all I did was cut on on uh, onions all day. Anyways, all i did was cry yeah <laughs> anyways they uh they um they fucking went on a christmas hiatus so the place closed down for two weeks and then on the day i was supposed to come back to work so it didn't get paid for two weeks then the day i was gonna, supposed to come back for work i showed up and they pulled me into a room and they were like bo you're just you're not chutney material i'm sorry and they <laughs> fired me <laughs> chutney material yeah they said i wasn't chutney material <laughs> i was horrendous at the job like most things i was completely incompetent the only thing i could do is talk into a microphone and write screenplays it's fucking pathetic <laughs> uh did you have to like reevaluate wait how old were you when you did that again it wasn't like a high school program i it? said i was 19 or 20 but i must have been 21 because i'm remembering who i was dating at the time i was 21 Oh, okay. Were you? Did you have an existential crisis after that? Like, what the fuck? No, I. <laughs> what will my life of, be? <laughs> yeah, a wave of relief washed over me, and then anxiety because I had to pay rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's that's how she goes. So, dude, um, I was going to tell this Jo story. Yes. Okay. So Bo teased the end of the um, last episode, teasing a Jo story. I told one of my most embarrassing stories of all time. So now, uh, Bo, you gotta you gotta set us up. I'm not even embarrassed by this story, and I do want to say this story is a little more serious than what we would regularly tell on the podcast. But it is a Jo story. It is a story about jerking off. Okay. So. Um, Let's start from the very beginning. Growing up, I formed this friendship with this young man named Skylin. And he was like my best friend ever. We were inseparable. Um, essentially, we had like a heterosexual life mate sort of thing going on. We spent every second we could together. Um, we fucking slept in the same bed all the time. We fucking played video games. We smoked our first joints together. We lost our blowjob virginity to the same girl on the same night. Um, we just had we we got arrested for the first time together. We got got caught stealing for the first time together. We got beat up for the first time together. He was like my best best friend growing up. Anyways, as time passed, he got more into like the music scene and music festivals and like hanging out and partying and. I kind of grew more like I went back to school 
um, that sort of thing. Anyways, um, on December 9th, 2016, I was in my room masturbating <laughs> vigorously, like just cranking one out. And uh, I was using my phone as a, as a pornography machine. And I got a phone call from Eric, who was Skyland's uncle. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is Eric calling me? And so I picked it up and I found out that my best friend had died in the middle of jerking off. Oh God. That my childhood best friend had died in the middle of jerking off. So obviously I stopped. I fucking broke down. Uh, it was th it's still to this day the worst moment of my entire life. And I, what, are you laughing right now? I'm trying not to. <laughs> uh yeah yeah so i'm literally i just I, my dick is just still hard and i just found out that my fucking best friend had died right so i'm freaking the fuck out i put on all my clothes i go down and i sky train to scotland's mom's place and we just have like a sit down get together like what the fuck this is so fucked up everybody's crying it's tragic you know we're telling old stories about skyland the whole thing is just like surreal right obviously i'm not telling everybody i just found out in the middle of jerking off the other thing you need to know about me and skyland's relationship is that one of our most defining characteristics was that we were both perverts like everything was about jerking off our assholes coming like we couldn't talk for more than five seconds without it becoming about something to do with fucking sex or pussy or jerking off right and so I go out with everybody after we're at Skyland's mom's house. We have some beers and shit. It's a really stolen time. I'm fucked up about it. And they all go off to do their own thing. And I want to go back home and just decompress about what had happened. And so I went back home and I jumped in the shower. And I have this little moment in the shower, this little voice that hits me in the back of the head. And it's like God's voice almost. And at this point, I'm drunk. And God's voice says to me, he, he's like, you're never going to be able to jerk off again. <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking, I'm sitting in the shower. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, my God. Jerking off has been ruined for me. Hmm. So I get out of the shower. I dry myself off. I open up the fridge. I look for a beer or whatever. Grab a beer, crack it open take a sip of it i sit in on the living room and I, I kid you not and i'm not saying this is what happened i'm saying that at times of great stress sometimes you have spiritual or emotional moments or sometimes even mythological moments that maybe you normally would have but i kid you fucking not i saw skyline come down from the sky and enter my balcony and he looked me in the eyes and he said you can't let it happen and I was like, what can't I let happen? And he said, you can't let this ruin jerking off for you. And I said, what am I supposed to do? I, I, I'm not, dude, I'm being dead serious here. No, I believe you. I just can't believe where the story's going. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do? And he looked me in the eyes and he said, whip it out. Finish that jerk off session. And then he just disappeared. Like he floated, like Thanos snapped his fingers. He like disintegrated and floated away. Oh so I whipped God. out my dick and I finished myself off and I haven't missed a day fucking since. <laughs> wow. That that is incredible. You you've teed this one up. Like I didn't know this story going ahead. And um <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I've got a JO story. I'm like, funny, awesome. And you're like, no, it's serious. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Well, like <laughs> Uh, it turned into a ghost story and it was touching <laughs> literally <laughs> wow now i feel kind of bad for the shit i got planned for the rest of the episode like <laughs> we may maybe we should have done the the, the done the story at the end of the episode but whatever it's better at the beginning because more people will hear it but yeah yeah that's my jo wow. story anyways like that that's is a incredible. completely fucking true story and I am not sitting here saying that he actually came down from heaven and talked to me. I What probably happened is I was a little drunk and I just had like a spiritual moment within myself, you know? Yeah. But yeah. No, I dig that. That's, uh, it's funny talking to uh, God about like 
jerking off because uh I kind of have a, a story that's not a bummer if you want to hear it about that. Or, <laughs> yeah, we'd love to when, hear a story that's not a bummer. Thanks, Cody. <laughs> well, when I was like nine or ten years old, I was living in this like city and I was really depressed and I hated it. And I was like like suicidal, wanted to run away. And I really wanted my parents to move back to this town that I, I was really happy with and I wanted to move back there. <laughs> so <laughs> when i was 10 going on 11 i like promised to god i was like hey if you can make this happen where i move back to this town i'll never touch my dick again <laughs> and then it worked out and i was like 11, 10 going on 11 I had to make this back? promise yeah we moved back to the town like that summer and then i was like <laughs> tried my damnedest not to touch it but it's just like your hormones are like fuck it go to hell <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's one thing that the fucking that show does really well whatever big mouth the big mouth is yeah. the the hormone monster because that is how it feels when you're a fucking that age you feel like mm -hmm. there is a hormone monster that's dictating the way you behave day to day it's ridiculous yeah 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 well, dude i had a wild story that, dog yeah, I had friends that used to fucking jerk off in the in the bathroom at school. Like, <laughs> That's so crazy. Would yeah, they just dude. like spray Axe body spray all over themselves and go back to science class? Dude, one time my friend fucking Jordan came out of the bathroom stall and he fucking smelled like dirty fucking gross cum and, and he smelled like that all day. And I had like every fucking class with this kid that you could possibly have and it was so fucking gross. What a maniac. Yeah, I remember we were sitting in class and there was this really funny Spanish kid named Daniel. And Daniel just looked over at Jordan and said, Damn, bitch, close your legs. <laughs> Dude, you don't want to know something sick? And maybe we should Hell talk yeah. about this because I think this is super important. But we should talk about what our favorite McDonald's items are. Because right now I have a McGriddle yeah. waiting for me after the podcast. You what are your top... McGriddle? Yeah. Oh, what are your top three McDonald's items? Um, in no particular order, probably um, double quarter pounder with cheese. Uh, McNuggets are tied with a McChicken for me, and then a McRib. Wow, you you fuck with the McRib. Fucked hot, heavy with the McRib. That's what's driving me nuts about this Trump administration is that they got in the McRib in the States, but we don't in Canada. Fuck that, dog. Joe Biden better fix that. Yeah, Joe Biden's got to fix that. Yeah, because we have had it in Canada. I've had a McRib in Vancouver, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what's good, too? The Shamrock Shake that they get in March. Never had that. When I was in film school, we used to call it brain food, and we'd be like trying to come up with ideas. We're like, "Oh fuck it, let's just go to McDonald's, get a shamrock shake, and think this over." Oh, dude, okay, you know what's the dopest item you can get at McDonald's? So if you if there's a McCafe, a McCafe McDonald's, you can get a yeah. chocolate shake and put an espresso shot in it, and it tastes like a coffee crisp. It is so sick. Want to know something about me? You're drinking a McDonald's coffee right now. Oh, I am. Yeah, but yeah. I hate coffee's crisp. Really? I hate coffee crisp. Dude, it's so S gross. Tier. It's oh, I love them, man. Really? I just don't understand why I eat a coffee crisp when you could have a chocolate bar. All right, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's the best chocolate because bar. Because coffee No, it's barely a chocolate bar. It tastes like fucking coffee. Why don't I have a coffee and a chocolate bar that tastes good? Like a Snickers. Yeah, I don't know. That's a totally different. Are you thing. seriously? You seriously think coffee crisps are fucking S tier? Yeah, the coffee absolutely. Crisps are not S tier. They are not. Oh my god! You should have your citizenship revoked for that. I'm sorry. I'm not like a nationalist or anything, but if you're gonna slam on coffee crisps, ketchup chips suck ass too. I hate ketchup chips. Yeah, and salt and vinegar. I actually, I actually love ketchup maybe. chips. I actually love ketchup really? chips. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> S tier chips, dude. They're delicious. Look at this guy with no spine. Oh, fuck ketchup chips. Actually, they're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
there's no, there's no denying it. You're right. I'm I'm a spineless. <laughs> Did you see bitch. that um Jacob Voracek from the Philadelphia Flyers had that interview <laughs> with that reporter and he goes, You're such a fucking weasel. I'm not gonna answer I any of your shit. That. <laughs> and people trashed him for it. I dude, think that's so lame, dude. It's everything wrong with the NHL, right? Like, let the players fucking have a personality. Like, as soon as they show even an ounce of personality, we all just shit on them, and the media shits on them for being unprofessional. It's like, dude, the one thing NHL could use is a little unprofessionalism. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's the reason it's a fucking dying league. It's because none of the players matter there's no star yeah. power in the league whatsoever it's, it's ridiculous in the grand scheme of things of north american sports it's like so milk toast and lame yeah. it's just like it sucks and there's star players like <laughs> like I, they'll like get arrested or something or do something shitty like austin matthews or patrick kane will do something shitty and then it's like well we can't represent them anymore like they all have to not defending them at all i think they're pieces of shit because like that's how they're kind of raised as hockey players to be on this like pedestal but it's just like you're either a piece of shit or you have this crazy squeaky clean aura and you're just lame like Sidney crosby is just boring he's a fantastic player but he's just a boring ass guy same with Connor mcdavid yeah yeah they're both really boring guys but we don't even know if they're boring or not because you don't they media train these guys up the fucking yin yang and like it's kind of the opposite problem of what the nba has we're like the nhl the players are super boring and the media is way too fucking harsh on them for like any little fucking mistake they make whereas the nba has the opposite problem like their players do dumb shit all the time they're super unprofessional and Mm -hmm. the media sucks their fucking dick all day it's (laughs) unbelievable like this shit that's going on with Kyrie. i don't know if you kept up with it but like The shit that's going on with Kyrie, like listening to people be like, you know, Kyrie's a complicated guy. This is my Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's not complicated. He's being super unprofessional. I get that he has family shit going on, but like if you have family shit going on, you let your coaches know. You go, hey, some shit's going on. I need to take a couple weeks off. Totally fine. He didn't fucking do that. He just stopped showing up for work. And we're all supposed to sit around and list his fucking accomplishments and list his charity efforts when he's fucking up. Like, it's ridiculous. I get it. He's done amazing things for charity. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about him as an NBA player and his job, which is playing basketball in the fucking National Basketball League. It is absolutely ridiculous. Fucking pissed me off. See the media just, like, sucking this guy's dick who's wronging his team he's getting paid millions of dollars it is the most ridiculous shit i've ever seen in my entire life anyway that's just me i like when we were talking about once stud city is off the ground and we're really like pumping it out and things are going really well like doing a sports podcast called sports city that's what i would like to bring to like sports broadcasting that's like my goal is like to stop fucking pussyfooting around shit like it's so fucking lame everybody touches these players with like fucking silk gloves on it's ridiculous Anyways. yeah we should try to get some athletes on or whatever yeah, that would be sick well or people that work around the athletes yeah that was probably one of the most interesting parts about carter's interview is like his journey from being you know a pretty legit athlete like playing university level hockey to going mm-hmm. into comedy i thought that was super interesting and nima swimming god damn Nemo was a swimmer, dude. <laughs> Nemo's Respect. a beautiful boy, dude. Love that guy. I love his TikTok. He's he's fucking he's got fucking courage, man. Like the shit he does, I just could never do. Like it's it's a little like flabbergasting how comfortable he is with himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. I think he's just such a beauty. I really hope big things come to him. No, 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 I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. I'm saying, like, it's commendable. Yeah. Like, the kids got fucking confidence up there with Ying Yang. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I think I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my. What do you think about. What happened? My my lighting rig just turned off. Oh. But that's okay. Keep I, going. Keep going. I love your room today. I see some clothes. I saw a beer can earlier. I'm kind of cheating because I'm uh I got the space background. Oh, now I see toilet paper beside Bo's bed. I wonder what that's for. 
Um, well, he's really fucking with this shit. Um, hey, did we introduce the show? It's Spud City, the show for literally every potato from tots to spuds. Um, we're going to be dicing it up today. We're slicing. We're going to be um, <laughs> peeling skin. Um, yeah, we're going to be making frites. Uh, we're going to be putting uh, truffle. What the fuck is going on with Bo? It's just like a close-up of his shirt. This is... We're like tw- 25 minutes into the show. Um, anyways, Spud City is going to be our knockoff cooking show where everything is literally potatoes. And then I got to throw them out or feed them to somebody else because I'm on a shitty diet. Oh, my God. So I'm like three weeks into keto and it's a it's a rough one all i eat at lunch for work is fucking salad and chicken it's such bullshit um just quest bars that get me through the day i love you quest uh please sponsor the podcast um you all right man what the fuck's going on what it do bo now you're crazy zoomed in. What are you using? I might take off this uh, freaking virtual background. Let's be honest. Oh my god! What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what? This is such a mess. This is supposed to be our best episode yet. <laughs> now you got a cord in front of your camera, bro. <laughs> Fuck. What happened? You just like you just like I need to switch it all up. <laughs> my noise wasn't that. My light turned off and I tried to fix it. <laughs> and then I dropped I literally just dropped everything. Like my computer fell over. <laughs> my plugs weren't working. Listen, dude, I'm sorry, man. But let's talk about keto for a second because keto is complete bullshit and you should get off sure. keto. Nah. But go for it. Keto saved my life, but if you want to go off, go off, King. No, I don't want to shit on anybody's diet. I, I get it. I get it. I get I get why keto works for some people. I just it's a temporary <laughs> solution. <laughs> like that lasts <laughs> most likely a year, <laughs> which is gonna suck. Are you gonna try and do it for a year? I've done it for a year before. Oh, really? yo, okay, I got something really special. Bo, you ready for this? So, um, I've sold some advertising space to of the show. I didn't tell you this, but I've sold some advertising space. So I'm gonna let this guy into the show. His name is Jack Stick Puck. Hold up. Yeah, so I sold a bit of the show to this guy, and he's gonna just go off. This is a okay. new new thing. Oh my god, where is he? Yo, Jack, are you there? Oh, he's coming. Here we go. We got the we fuck got is this. Dude? We got Jack Stick Puck. Special guest that's just gonna drop in. Uh, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, welcome to the show. I was just telling Bo that I sold some advertising space. You got five minutes on the board. Hey Jack Mom, Stick I'm on. Mom, I'm on the radio. <laughs> are you the pigman? The pigmen. The pigmen. The yeah. posters. Oh, the pigmen. Yes, yes, yes. That's us. That's us. I'm the tall one. No, that would be that would be us. I'm the, the tall one. Okay. Go off, King. Okay, okay. Stop. <clears throat> what are you selling? What are you selling? Well, I'm 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 selling. I was told well my my mom, my nephew, all my family, they're like they're like Puckman, Puckman, Puckstick. What you're talking you're talking too much about sports, right? I'm going off about this and off about that and, and they can't take it. So she tells me, Mama, she's like, I'm gonna get you some ad space on some radio show with the pigmen and you can talk to the people about the sports. That's why I'm here. I love it. I love it. Give us your hot takes, buddy. Well, I yeah, I gotta start things off. I'm sorry, but I. Oh, before I, you go further, can I say one thing? I, I am a diehard Indianapolis Colts fan. I diehard Indiana, and you know, and and I'm a Colts fan not because I love the state of Indiana. I mean, I've seen Parks and Rec. Come, come on, right? Also, 
I have a perpetual fear of the bovine race. I hate horses. That horseshoe, I don't care about any of that. The reason I love the Indianapolis Colts is because of Peyton Manning. The man was a beauty. Peyton Manning was everything to everybody. And it, that's why I like them. The quarterback is why you like a team, right? And, oh, and we finally build a team. We've got receivers that can catch. We've got people that can do things. And, okay, so we lose Peyton Manning, whatever, to another team with a horse. I mean, uh, we lose Peyton Manning, and we think, oh, no, we're in trouble. Then we hear about this farm out south. They got a, this farm out in the south. There's a billy goat with a nice beard and grass in his teeth that can throw the ball. And, I, you know, his name's Lockinies. He's out there. He's hoofing along. We get him in. We're excited about this kid. He's fantastic. But we have no team to play with him. So we finally, we build a team. We put it together. He's in the prime of his career. We're ready to fucking go. And what does he do? What does he do? The most 2020 thing you can do. He tries to act like a human being. A human. You're a QB1. Feelings. Feelings. Oh my. He just, he just gives up after the draft. What, what, what are we? we Philip Rivers? I'm just, oh, it's, it's, it's. It's breathtakingly painful to see it. We lose to the Bills. I mean, okay, Buffalo deserves they got a tough sports thing. I get it. Another hoofed animal, by the way. I'm sick of all these goddamn hoofed animals on their teams. But yeah, I could go on all day about this. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk too much. But now you, Andrew, two more you broke my heart. You broke <laughs> no, that's my great. Heart. Can we ask you some questions? Yes, please. Shoot. Okay, so you say you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. Huge. <laughs> What is your connection to Indianapolis? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> he likes Parks and Rec. You're, no, you're... I, 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 sorry, Chris Pratt's all right. I'll give it that. And the Swanson <laughs> fellow with the bacon and eggs. But no, it's the, it's, I was watching it, you know, and I just, I, the, the reason I really became a Colts fan, to be honest with you, I wasn't even that big of a Colts fan, but I was at a family get together and my shithead cousin's a Saints fan and he was really <laughs> giving it. So I cheered for the Colts against the Saints and we lost and whatever team I cheer for needs to lose. It's just how it is. And I became a fan and I don't know. Amazing. I got a question for you, Jack Stickpuck. With a name like yeah. Stickpuck, do you follow hockey as well? Oh, that's that's all I follow, really. I mean, I mean, the NFL is fun and all for you know a Sunday pastime, a, a God's Day break, if you will. But no, I'm definitely a hockey fan. What's your oh, favorite what? hockey team? The Montreal Canadiens, the greatest hockey team on earth. Some would say the Indianapolis Colts of the NHL. Uh, who who would say that? Original? Come on, Indianapolis Colts. Oh, come on with that! What are you talking about? Maybe the Dallas Cowboys of the NHL. But <laughs> so, how does this affect your personal life? You being so you know into losers, just constant it's, losing. Well, being a Montreal Canadian fan is a lot like what I assume being, you know, severely bipolar. The extreme highs and the terrible <laughs> depressions. It's 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 a real up and down right now. It really is. That's great. Jack Stickbuck. Um, firstly, I love your name. I'm wondering, is there some sort of fear of being on camera because you have um, disabled your camera option on Zoom? We would love to really get to know you, you know? Is this is this not the radio? Is this I can be on, I can be on the screen? I the, and my, I thought this was the radio! Yeah, I can go on a camera here one second. Oh, gee, oh, oh, boy. Oh, I'm excited to see what this guy looks the, like. Yeah, let's, the, let's take a look at this beauty. Okay, where are we? Where are we here? Like, ah. Cody, how much is this guy paying us? Allow. <laughs> well, he paid Allow us. Allow Zoom um, to access your camera. I gotta go to set him up. Settings. I'll I'm, figure I'm, it out. Give me a moment. He gave me Give enough me. money where I'm not as rich as Elon Musk, but it's enough, and uh, I'll wire transfer you later. You okay, we got it. a Montreal logo. Very good. Hey, Jackson, you got any good party stories for us? Oh wait. Wait, he's now he's back. What the fuck? Now we got, <laughs> we got four. Can you hear me? Am I on? <laughs> Welcome to the show. This How are you doing? Hi. 
Jackstick, I'm not going to lie. This is exactly what I thought you would look like. Handsome, <laughs> intense, kind of fiery. You know, I'm, I'm digging the look. Oh, th- th- thank you, Pigman. Are no you worries, Pigman number one or two? I, I would say I'm Pigman number one. But Pigman Cody number would... one. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> nice to talk to you, too, man. Jackstick, before you go, do you got any good like party stories or anything before uh, all that COVID shit happened? You seem like the type of guy who would be a notorious partier. So me and Cody were wondering. Party stories, party stories. Oh, shit. oh, oh, yeah. Let me think. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so we're we're out in the bush, right? We're out in the bush, and uh, and you know, ninety three Toyota jacked up. It's a good day. It's a good day. One of the dogs, he jumps out. I guess this isn't really a party. It's more of a, like a like a like a like a drinking and shooting kind of story, but it's <laughs> right. So the dog takes off heading out of the crack. It's just, it's just fucking running. Right. And I mean, I, I've had a couple, I've had a couple, my, my, my buddies had had a couple and you know, we just kind of, we just kind of let the dog run. And then, uh, Oh man, this is a very good story. Now that I think about it. <laughs> this isn't a very good story at all. Uh, uh, Oh, 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 this 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 one time, this one time I met James Franco at a, at a booster juice. I met Whoa. James Franco at booster juice, and I said, "Hey, hey, 127 hours. Let's see your hand." And 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 he didn't reply to me, so that's not really a party either. You know, I don't I don't really party a lot because most people say that my personality can be a little aggressive. I don't, a little a little what? in your face, if you will. But, you know, I don't find you aggressive. We don't find you aggressive at all, Jack Stickbuck. Not at all. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. You know, I, I wasn't expecting a, a party story, but you know, I, what I really <laughs> like with with a good party, right? I'll give myself a twelve pack of Lucky, a big thing of beef jerky. None of that vegan shit. That real or the se- the Seven Eleven beef jerky is not good beef jerky. The Seven Eleven brand, it's like it's 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 gummy. It's just, it needs to be crispy. It's ah. I'll get some some real beef jerky, some lucky lager. I'll put on a hockey game. It's a great time. It's a great time. All right, Jack, we Jack don't have much Buck. time left with no, you. I uh... got one more thing to say. Oh, to go Jack. ahead. True. Okay. Mr. Jack Stickpuck, I was wondering if you would like to come back on the podcast sometime soon. And this time you don't you don't have to pay us, man. We like we like you. <laughs> how, how does that sound, buddy? Mother like me. I'll come back. Maybe we can talk. We could talk some hockey or some some some. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, golf's not really my thing. They say I'm too loud, right? But but they, yeah. they, they say I'm too loud for golf. And uh, I would agree. Yeah, I would maybe agree. talk some hockey or, or I'll get some better party stories. I'm trying to. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, not sorry, very I didn't. Good. I know. I know. Why don't I was you go? You'd have something, but uh, I yeah, didn't. Why, I didn't why, tell you pre-show, but. Yeah, why don't you go and you can go make some good party stories, Jack Stickpuck. Ah! And then when you come back, you'll have all these new stories to tell on the podcast. Fantastic! It sounds yeah, great. sounds good. Maybe uh, like just jump into a random limousine and see where it takes you. <laughs> limousine? Yeah, it's twi- COVID limousine. Come on, Mr. Stickpuck. Stick my Toyota. Mr. Stickpuck, do you want to know something really cool about you coming on the show right now? What? You're now a friend of the show. A friend of the show. Mom, yeah, that's you a are. friend of the show. <laughs> is there lots of people? Is, is there lots of people seeing me? Is this a big show? Yeah, it's yeah. a big, big show. Fantastic. Get the big Thousands show. of people. Um, anything that you want to sign off with or plug Promote, before you go, Mister? Yeah, yeah Tyler Myers is a big, ugly piece of crap. I don't oh, like okay. <laughs> hey now, yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're yeah. Not, this is a positive show, man. Come yeah, on. Quinn Hughes looks like a Smurf. I don't like him. <laughs> well, this guy's trashing the Canucks. What the fuck? Yo, That's what our the team. What's going on here? That's our All team. Right, fine, I'll give you some. Yeah. yeah. Yamamoto is not going to save Edmonton's problems. How's that? There we go. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. All right. We'll let you go, Mr. Sickpuck. Thanks a lot. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much, Sickpuck. Have, right, have, have fun at the trough. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye, Sickpuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah. that, 
that's the, that's the best thing that's ever happened on the show. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. We I didn't know. To, um, so, I didn't know what he would look like or what he would sound like. That was fantastic. No, I think we should have him back on just as a guest. You know. Yeah. So let him go off. Well, well, we definitely can't have him on for an hour. I feel like Stick Puck's mentality is he's a little bit like a he's like a blitzkrieg type of guy, you know? Like <laughs> he goes you hard. really want him for yeah, you want him for 10 to 15 minutes hard. And then yeah. you want to say goodbye. <laughs> what a what a great what a beauty Stick Puck is, man. I feel like we kind of hit it off. Yeah. I'm just texting him and saying um Okay, now you can pay me. Let's see if it goes through. Yeah. But fuck, Hopefully that was funny. Through. I was laughing like, hard. It's weird that he had money to pay us for the for the plug when um he clearly lived with his mother. That's why he has so right? much money. He's not buying fucking Vancouver rent like we are. You're right. You're right. That's good. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. That's that's all the my stick friends puck that way, live man. with their parents are doing so well. They're all yeah, fantastic comedians. <laughs> they don't have to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I hope it's cool. I sold advertising space, and I think it's great, man. However you, however, you can make a buck. Yeah, make a buck, my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could <laughs> fucking do Tara. Like literally, I could give her. This sounds really bad, but like this morning I asked her to make me coffee and it becomes like she's making a fucking Millennium Falcon Lego set. Like it's like, wait, where am I supposed to put this? Where She didn't know how to make coffee with a French press. Near do fucking I. She's... Really? No. Well, I maybe, use maybe Keurig like, all, the time, all day, every day. It's bad for the I'm bougie. Bro. What? Keurigs. What about them? They're bad for the environment, bro. Yeah. That's why I eat them. I eat the pods. I that's crank it disgusting. up. I break them open with my <laughs> thumbs like a nut. And then I <laughs> eat the whole shit. Fuck. I just lost an AirPod. Oh, fuck. Welcome to my bougie life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has just been one of my favorite episodes of all time. I told my J.O. story. This has been yeah, so so good, dude. I've been loving this. A tear-jerking, jerking-off story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that was incredible. <laughs> I'm, I, when, I, when I finished that story, I just imagined like a stadium of fifty thousand people and everybody just like standing up and clapping, fucking women <laughs> crying with babies in their hands and shit like that. Like a mega church going yeah, yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when God Himself came down and said, "Don't, it's don't cool, let bro. In, don't let this ruin J O in for you, bro." I literally had a spiritual JOI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. We should have a whole segment on our show called JOS where we bring on random people to tell their best JO story. But not tell them. <laughs> Just like how we do with Jack Sick Puck. Like, tell us a party story. <laughs> and <it's> like, oh. <laughs> I, that, fucking, that shit was so funny. He kept yeah. getting halfway through his stories and be like, wow, this, this isn't a good story at all. <laughs> I'm the Jack James Franco was incredible. So, are we in agreement that Jack Stickpuck is now a friend of the show and he's allowed on anytime he wants? Because he's the yeah, best. he's canon. He's <laughs> he's Stud City Cannon, baby. Let's go. <laughs> LFG. We're creating a world here, man. We're creating a city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. I had a good time. What else we got going on, dude? I don't know, man. We only got a couple minutes here. Oh, you wanted to do a thing for Larry King? Oh, dude, I just wanted to say, like, Larry King died today of COVID compl- co- complications. Really? It was COVID? We, yeah. And we yeah. usually, like, when celebrities that we care about die, we give them a little stud city, stud droop, stud, stud brute, a, a tribute, a stud tribute. And... Mm-hmm. 
Larry King lived a very full, amazing life. You know, he fucking knew Sinatra and shit. But um, Larry King, like, kept me company when I was a kid. And a lot of the shit I know about pop culture is from the Larry King show live on CNN. And he was a big part of my childhood. I watched him every single day. And so the kind of the iconic backdrop, um, if you remember, Piers Morgan took his place mm -hmm. and that sucked. Um, and on top of all of that, one of the last things he did in media was completely fucking school Dave Rubin's ass. Just crank his ass out. I don't know if you've ever seen that clip. No. But it's it's him picking up his phone during an interview with Dave Rubin. And it's so good. We could watch it if you want right now. I'll pull it up. Yeah. Who's Dave Rubin again? He's like a grifter piece of shit right wing political commentator. He's a fucking piece of shit. All right, I'm pulling it up. It's kind of long. We don't need to listen to the whole thing, but Oh my god, nine fucking minutes? Forget it. We're, Should we just forget it? Anyways, watch it on your own time because it's fucking glorious. Yeah, people. This is a yeah. long ass clip. Yeah, don't oh. worry about it then, man. We're not go we're not going on a nine minute deep deconstruction of Dave Rubin. Um but let's uh let's finish up the show and let's just say one thing that we're thankful for. Did um Larry King ever have like OJ Simpson on or anything like that? Oh or yeah, who, yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's his uh, most favorite favorite guest that you that yeah? I don't know who his most favorite guest was. Or what your most most favorite most favorite guest. I loved when he had like comedians on. You know. Yeah. You know, he would have like um, you know, big big comedians on. He, he I, I I loved his interviews with like Andrew Dice Clay and shit like that. I thought they were really good. He cool. has the legendary moment with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Where he says, uh, he says to Jerry, he's like, you weren't canceled, right? You're choosing to go off the air. And Jerry says, uh, he's like, can somebody get this guy a resume? There's a big difference between being canceled and being number one. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of a legendary. Is being canceled for dating a teenager? Oh, Cody. Wow. Oh, is, is, that, that, go is, that, fa is that factual? Yeah, he dated a high schooler for uh, a minute in New York. That's pretty fucked up. Jerry, but, get a life. He done did. <laughs> he done did that. Well, I think we got like five minutes left because we started kind of late. What else is going on? Um, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I'm happy to. I'm happy to end the pod here. I think. I think we're good. What do you think? All right. I feel like. I feel like we gave him 55 minutes of hell. <laughs> yeah i think that was a good one um yeah. but yeah tune in next week we're well we don't have a plan but we'll figure it out um thank you so much everybody for getting this far 10 episodes oh my god Ooh, 10 episodes single x roman numeral <laughs> roman numeral <laughs> anyways this is stud city the podcast for literally everybody we are fucking out yeah, follow our Instagram and Twitter. Um, Bo's no longer running at POTUS. He got banned. I got banned from Twitter. Later. At POTUS. Boom, boom, boom.